0: Hey, special spoiler alert for this particular podcast, we are going deep into the weeds of book stuff, and there will be some mentions of how things might begin to pan out. So this is spoilery. If you are a person who doesn't want to know anything about what is going to happen possibly in the series House of the Dragon in the future, then this might be the podcast that you definitely want to avoid. Just letting you know. Otherwise, the information is very interesting. It's wonderfully presented by Kelly, but we just did want to warn you.
1: Dedicated to George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. You're about the same level as you were on like the last episode or two of The Grand Northern Conspiracy. You're you're about there. And the HBO Game of Thrones franchises.
0: Yeah, I wasn't quite that angry. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do. Do,
0: do, 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 do. Hey, welcome to this special bonus episode that we are putting out. We did this and separated it out because... We understand that some people who are watching the television show may or may not be interested in all of the sigils or the different houses that you may have seen in the scene with at the Baratheon at Storm's End with all of the suitors that Rhaenyra did. But Kelly did a lot of research a lot of gathering took lots of screenshots and everything and she wanted to give you a tour of all of the houses that were present that we could determine even though some of them never said anything some of them only got shown via camera going by what have you Uh, but for a song of ice and fire people book people we know that this kind of stuff can be really fun probably for tv viewers too we just wanted to be sure that if you were a TV viewer and you were only want to know what you can discern from the television screen without any book knowledge, we wanted to make sure to give you a fair chance to get out of this without it being dropped in the middle of the episode. So, without further ado, we're going to surf the sigils. We're going to survey the sigils. Here's Kelly to tell you all about the different houses that were courting Renew. Hmm. Kelly, how are you, you want to pick up on this? Anything about the Blackwoods and the Brackens, or do you want to just surf the sigils?
1: I well, first just about the black the Blackwoods and the Brackens. Hopefully, if I flip those, forgive me. The um <laughs> I would just really hope this that that these since these families got speaking lines, that this isn't the end of that we see of them. Um I know that there's some story stuff that I think that they do come into play later. So hopefully this is just their intro and we get to see more. Cause I want to see that like the, the tree, that's their sigil. Like I want to see that on screen and I want to see the, what the house is famous for, which is this migration of a thousand crows to this tree every night um it just sounds so cool um and i'm hoping that we get to see that with these guys um it is curious speaking of these you know sw- changes from the the book to the show That this I, I do know that this was one change that they um switched who attacked whom and who died uh that was if, if the bracken kid died that's the opposite of what happened in the book um, oh, okay. strange. i
0: didn't not. even know that it was real at all i just thought that they were just showing the feud okay
1: um, I don't know if he actually died. I know he lost the duel. The Bracken lost the duel in the book. So it's just interesting that they made that change. I think they're just trying to do some fan service <laughs> or something.
0: Possibly Ryan Connell knows what's up that House Blackwood is is the is the shiz. So well, just listen to the mouth on the Bracken kid, and that yeah. tells you everything you need to know. It's like no respect at all. That big bully. The bully Bracken. Uh no if we good. were a double P podcast, we'd say that's a double B. Okay, so you were already talking about sigils. So let's break this down, Kelly. We're going to give you the floor here. We okay. want to know, uh, and you've put a lot of shots in the in the dock here, which I'm going to steal, and I'm going to put them in the video so that you can do a lot of uh, uh, explaining as uh, we sit back and learn something about some of these houses. Go for it.
1: Sure, and it's just really exciting to see how they've interpreted the the sigils for the time period and for the um, uh, these houses here, and, and these are all uh, men that are lined up for Rhaenyra. They're all behind the. Um, the- Current uh person speaking when you enter the scene. Um, so that guy, they say his name, he's a Dondarian and the um at the front of the line, the one speaking. And the only th- like clue that you can have that his sigil is the same is if you zoom in, there's like one shot where he's kind of facing the camera, like for the most part, he's at a 45. But if you zoom in when he's kind of at a 30, you can see that he's um uh his sigil on his um medallion is the same as it is described in the book, which is like a purple lightning on a field of stars. Um, which was pretty cool. That's the Dondarians from um, Barak Dondarians uh, from Game of Thrones. Well,
0: I and- was just about to say this, Kelly. I was going to say, yeah. you know, Rhaenyra, uh, because he mentions uh, Queen Alicent, mm-hmm. and uh, then Rhaenyra makes a smart like remark is, uh, you know, what do you remember about her, about my great-great-grand, or my, was it my great-grandmother or my great-great-grandmother? I guess my great-great-grandmother, right? And uh-
1: Allison Allison was Queen good Queen Allison
0: is uh, Damon's grandma is Damon's yeah, great grandma. Grandma. So grandma so great grandma okay yeah great grandma. well e- either way uh, it was a slight on the Darian's age even though he didn't look like he was the oldest person in the room but I was just wondering you know I keep thinking of Dondarians that never die and so <laughs> uh, that was the only the only joke that I took from that I'm sorry go ahead
1: And that was uh, true, it's in the books as well, that uh, (laughs) this was uh, when this Lord Dondarrion was young, not that he is uh, unaging like the other Dondarrions that we know. So this was about 50 years ago. Um, In 54 AC, uh, he was young and his Lord Father um, hosted Queen Alice at uh, Black Haven, which is the name of their uh, stronghold, their castle. Um, Not to get any more confusing with the Brackens and the Blackwoods. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they were, uh, um, she was entertained by uh, their... songs of star-crossed lovers and the fall of kings this was all in fire blood so that's actually from the book that was a very awesome reference that they included uh, but then yeah Rhaenyra gets snotty with him about it so you know <laughs> she has a point but she doesn't have to be rude about it um and speaking of yes this is at Storm's End um which if you didn't recognize him this is the knight who asked for queen that never was Rainey's um favor during the tourney and if you didn't recognize him without all of his his gear on, um, this is a, who fell to Kristen Cole, who's sitting on the other side of Rhaenyra, I think. <laughs> right?
0: And also was the one who made the pledge for the Baratheons to Viserys and Rhaenyra at the closing ceremonies uh, of episode one. You saw him there, I believe.
1: I think that was his brother.
0: Oh, was that Borman?
1: I think so. I he thought this could... was Borman I did too, but I could have them confused i thought
0: boros was the one in the match
1: did and they say so he's only been in two episodes i looked up so I, I of course you know after the whole dragon fiasco i could be wrong about anything here <laughs> um so if i could be wrong but i know he's only been in two episodes so it was the um the swearing to rhaenyra at the end of the first episode? first episode okay yeah. okay so it's possible yeah that's just, that he's the same one um I, i've did not grab that screenshot yet so i can't confirm but i did grab yeah. the one Mm -hmm. yeah this i think this is the same one from the first episode that would make sense the lord would be hosting the princess of course yeah yeah um and of course i had to open my map to get like because we don't have our map intro anymore so i pulled up my my uh map of um i think it's ice and fire the world of ice and fire map um but it's the interactive one uh so if anybody uh, wants a tool to use it's really helpful now that we're denied our intro map um uh, interactive game of thrones map is what you can google and it will come up and it's just like a google earth it's awesome you can zoom in you can get like where people are during different time periods and and follow the thread um and like those lines and everything on it it's genius i highly recommend it but um so they're at storm's end being hosted by the baratheon and then you've got the line of suitors and you've got um going from back to front because that's kind of how the camera pans. Um, You've got in the back, you've got a uh, a tully fish was the cl- earliest one I could see. Um, there's several guys behind him that I couldn't see. So if anyone was able to catch those or zoom in, let us know. But the closest one I could see was a tully fish um, of River Run from the Riverlands. Uh, in front of him is a taller guy, and he's uh, from Swan, uh, House Swan from the Stormlands. And then in front of him, you can see the twin towers of House Frey, and uh, from also from the Riverlands. So they're all kind of changed a little bit the way that the sigils look. They're all a little bit more um iconographic, I would say, like a little bit more uh simple. Um, it could just be that there's different versions of sigils that you wear when you go certain places. But this is uh these all look very different. Um and then just see-
0: could be a hundred years of difference in redesign.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, they kept some, like, I know in the attorney, like the Bolton one is the same as the TV Bolton that we saw, not at all matching the book description. And they kept the stark sigil as like the stark head on the guy's armor. Some of those things aren't changing just before I think book re- or for show watchers to stay consistent, to be able to recognize who they're looking at, I guess. Um, maybe the banners will change or something, but sometimes they, they vary there. um, but then moving forward in front of the fray, the camera keeps panning, and then you've got a crown, a yellow crown or a gold crown on a field of brown, and that's House Mud of Old Stones. Um, and I've been watching a lot of Star Trek recently, so I really like the inclusion <laughs> of mud. I like to think that this house um, is a, a George joke, but we'll see. It could be.
0: One, one, we never, heard a song yeah. about we heard a song about a woman from Old Stones in season eight of Game of Thrones that uh, uh, the, the, the page uh, Tyrion's old page sang.
1: Uh Jenny of Old Stones.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was a song that he sang right before they went to battle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I'm sure there's so much about house mud that makes what I just said sound silly, but, uh, as far I'll, uh, correct anything, if they become more important, but at this point in my mind, they're just an Easter egg from star Trek <laughs> and in front of him. You've got the new sigil that we, um, kind of, kind of keep an eye out for now because this is the, the strongs, um, of Hall Um, so this is the, um, uh, her, uh harwin strong we saw him t- in this episode for uh, like a hot second if anyone didn't he ran catch across
0: Vanyera, right yeah. in the Halloween. uh and i am assuming that this is the same ho- the same strong house that well i guess lionel is his brother so it would be um
1: lionel's his dad
0: oh lionel's his dad okay
1: uh laris is the clubfoot right yeah. yeah yeah and that's okay. the those are the three that we've known so far so i'm wondering since this guy this this strong in line is holding a parchment i'm wondering if he was going to be offering harwin's hand or something or if he was representing someone something else or uh, okay. if this guy was um offering himself i don't know who he is or how he's important enough in uh how strong to think that he should marry the princess but i was curious um and then when you get to, uh to yeah the blackwoods and the brackens and their sigils are pretty consistent um the little kid doesn't have uh the, the tree sigil anywhere i could see um but i'm sure it's just because he's got the little his little tunic on because he <laughs> doesn't have his sigil um shown with the tree uh yeah, just the crows and the crows, then yeah okay it's, 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 yeah love for crow. the bracken, the bracken has his red horse uh yellow shield on a field of brown and that's close to what he's actually wearing there. So mm. this is fun to go through and identify all of them. Oh, and the fat guy sitting next to him has also a Bracken, um, medallion and he kind of rushes over when the Bracken falls, uh, when the Bracken boy falls. So it might be Lord, um, the Bracken Lord. And then that's his son who is the heir maybe. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Okay. So that was that was a fun scene to kind of break down and see some characters that we might see in the future because of uh, this rift that we know is coming or uh, whose side people are going to be on. But we do know yeah, the Hatfields and the McCoys most likely will not to be on the same side. <laughs> if if one
0: chooses one side, you can bet the other side will probably choose the other.
1: Dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series.
0: The big question, of course, is do you now have a spreadsheet on this?
1: <laughs> and the HBO Game of Thrones franchises. I seriously was watching this going, how many arrows was Egret making? And did she fire more or fewer than that?
0: <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. That's something to be uh, looked into, I'm sure.
1: You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do, 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 do,
0: do, 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 do. do, do.